Good day and welcome to Practice Blueprint, the podcast. Each episode of Practice Blueprint captures our success and shares it with other practitioners. Our success is based on already making big mistakes so you don't have to. See, over the years, we have been fortunate to capture a proven, sustainable, and successful program which will eliminate fear, frustration, and stress while it advances your competency and your confidence so that you can develop a sustainable, profitable, natural health business. This system is built by practitioners for practitioners. It is not theory. It has been proven with over 30,000 clinical hours of hands-on experience to support it. In each episode, we will address real clinical challenges with proven, accessible solutions any practitioner can benefit from. This, in turn, will position you to develop that natural health business you've always dreamed of. So thank you for tuning in to this episode of Practice Blueprint. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Country Doctors Practice Blueprints Free Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are super. We got so much going on. It's just. We have a lot going on. Amazing. Good problems to have. A ton of problems to Um, have. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to be busy. Yeah. Even with just current events. Yep. Lots of distractions out there in the world. Absolutely like breaking records, which is awesome. Yep. We have a special guest today. We want to uh, welcome Nicole Kimmel uh, for uh, with GEMA GEMA. and AANWP. Yep. And AANWC as well. Yes. Yeah, we've got, you guys got got, a lot of good stuff going too. Busy, busy, busy too. Hi, guys. Hey, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to. To share info with everyone. So these are kind of like big questions we get asked a lot. I know you probably do as well. And so um, I'm glad we're kind of able to jump on with you and just like dive in and cover it for everybody. Um, because one of the most common questions we get is like, what name can I use? You know, should I be licensed? Should I not be licensed? Every state kind of has different requirements. Um, you know, should I be board certified? Should I not be? So we have a lot of stuff we want to cover with you today. Um, how about if it's okay with you, can we start off with, um, licensing, you know, um, and what that kind of looks like for practitioners and maybe what titles they should or shouldn't use? Sure. So GEMA, Guardian Ecclesiastical Medical Association, is the organization that I am the admission director for. So that to me is the number one most important document, business documents, whatever you want to call it, to have as protection for your services. It's an ecclesiastical license, so it's a religious exemption, as well as a private membership association. So it's dual in that when you join the association and when your clients join the association, it takes you and them out of the public domain and it brings them into the private as well as the ecclesiastical side of this. So when a practitioner joins GEMA, they are guarded by GEMA by paying a monthly fee because we pay monthly fees to retain attorneys if there would ever be a lawsuit brought up and a practitioner would be found to be within scope, mm-hmm. then we defend them and there's no charge. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, if any practitioner is working outside of scope, no one can defend them, period, Correct. because we're not state licensed. And yep. any license is going to say the same thing, whether it's state or any license. You can't work outside your scope of your license. Right. So that's how that works. I would say that for me and for my husband, who's a naturopath, and we have a health center in Florida, it gave us the ability to open and securely and safely offer our services 
And just because of that security and safety, it automatically makes us better at what we do because we are not working with the fear factor. Yep. So we stay within scope, but the energy and the frequency of our work is different because we know we're protected. In addition, having a license on the entrance strategy side for a practitioner gives clients the ability to know that you have to follow a set of standards and guidelines. You're not just operating based on getting education and woo, I'm now going to go teach the world everything that I know, which is important, but it's also important to know as a client coming to a practitioner that there's a standard and a guideline that's set. Okay. You were very instrumental in educating me on the the notion that that practitioners have because I was under this impression licenses can only be issued by the state and and mm. things of that nature and I know that, that that for you having to explain this to thousands of practitioners you know over the years that take a moment and re-educate us again on that because there is a big yeah. difference on this licensure thing that the notion that only a state issued license matters. And I'm also curious where the constitution comes in on that, on this, Absolutely. because this is yes. a big, yes. big thing for us. That yep. This is a very important document that is the foundation of our country that I think unfortunately gets forgotten about. Yep. No, I, I agree with you, Becca. And that's kind of the PMA side of it, the private membership side of it combined. The, the private membership side is the constitutional side, and the ecclesiastical side is the religious side, so it brings the two together, which is a really great combination for a lot of reasons. But if you think about licenses, there, there are lots of licenses that are offered beyond a state medical license. There are real estate licenses. There are hairdresser cosmetology licenses. There are many kinds of licenses, and some of them are state and some of them aren't. Mm-hmm. But without a license, if you are doing anything in health, natural um, holistic, homeopathic, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. you're already scrutinized if you don't have a state license. So already you're going to be, quote, looked at. I get that all the time. Are they going to, is the FDA going to come find me? Are they going to track me down? Mm-hmm. I don't know what the FDA is going to do, honestly, but all I do know is I'm going to utilize every single possible ability, document, strategy, whatever you want to call it, at the highest level to protect myself so that I can give the best service possible. So to answer your question, Dan, yes, there are other licenses in a state. And if you're a holistic health practitioner and you don't want to fall into the state medical side of this, HIPAA compliance, all of that, which that's not what we do as natural wellness practitioners the way that we do it. We don't want to be medical. We don't want to be HIPAA compliant. We want to have the freedom that the Constitution gives us first and 14th ability to yep. assemble and the ability to choose our health care. Yep. So the PMA... Private Membership Association that GEMA offers gives you those constitutional rights covered and protected as well as the religious exemption. A lot of people will say, oh, that's an exit strategy. So if I get sued, therefore, then you've got the attorneys to help me. Yes, that's true. But I like to present it more as an entrance strategy because then people know, like I said earlier, that you've got a certain set of standards and guidelines to follow. But at the same time, this is like a driver's license. You, if you are offering your services without a license, you don't have any permission. This is permission. This isn't insurance. This is permission. So if you were driving down the road and you got pulled over and you were in your lane, and I mean that both literally and metaphorically right now, Mm -hmm. you're in your lane. If they said, show me your license and you whipped out your insurance, they'd say, great, you've got insurance, but where's your license? And you say, I don't have a license. You have no permission to drive your life. Your insurance really doesn't matter. Mm. So... Having a GEMA license gives you the ability to have a license in all 50 states, 
You can do it in your home state. You can do it in 49 other states and other um, U.S. territories. So you are protected because it's the USA Constitution and it gives you that license ability. The other thing that recently we have found out that's really pretty cool is after all the history um, research we have done about ecclesiastical licenses, there has never been a practice that has had to stop services if they have an ecclesiastical license and they're staying in scope, ever. There's never been a lawsuit. Yep. There's never been anyone that's been told by the FDA they have to close down. There hasn't been cease and desist. None yep. of that has happened because if you're operating from an ecclesiastical religious standpoint and within a private membership association, it is high, high protection. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The only time I've ever heard of practitioners ever in natural health or wellness get scrutinized by um, any type of agency uh, the FDA has issued 48 letters of warning in the last 60 days that I'm aware of to companies because of the claims they're making. They're getting out of scope, right? Out of scope, yeah. And or a practitioner representing themselves in a manner that is out of scope. So what you're saying there is, is in my 20 years experience, is 100% accurate. I've never heard of anybody or any company, any product line facing scrutiny or charges or, or cease and desist when they have stayed, when they've remained in scope of what they're actually trained to do and they're, and they're covered. An extension of that would be, let's say someone is within scope and they're a GEMA practitioner and someone does bring a lawsuit against them and GEMA looks at that and says, you are within scope. The great part about that is you don't have to pay your fees for retaining attorneys because that's what GEMA does. If we find that the practitioner is within scope and the lawsuit is not justifiable and it does prove that, then you don't have to pay fees. Yeah. But so many times, if you do this alone, so many times people get outside the scope without even knowing it because they yep. just don't even know what the scope is and they've never been taught a scope where they have and they got outside it and it worked for a year, two or five and now they've decided to, to venture out a little bit further into mm -hmm. that world and now they have been sued for something. Even if they haven't, the amount of time and money and energy to protect yourself, even to prove that you were within scope, if it goes the right direction, you still have spent so much money and you still may be right and you still may be shown that, that it, the judge decides that you're on the right side of it. You still have spent so much money that it's not even really worth it. Yep. So yep. it I destroys just feel like you. just to have that extra layer of protection, it's just going to make each practitioner feel like they have the ability to do what they've been trained to do at a much higher level without fear. Yep. Oh my gosh, I love it. Yep. I also just want to throw out there, um, whenever I see people out of scope, it's usually they're following the lead of someone else. Yep. So if you see another person um, doing something or saying something, right, and they, they there's sort of this assumption that, oh, well, if they're doing it, then it must be okay. And so I would just kind of throw that out there to any practitioners listening, that just because you see someone else do or say something a certain way doesn't mean it's right. It's still your responsibility to do your homework and know what you can and can't do and what your lane is and what your scope is. Absolutely. And that's why with the GINA license, we have everyone that's a client of a practitioner sign the life care agreement. So it literally brings them in to that private membership association. They waive their HIPAA rights and now everything was in with that private domain, which is really, really important because as soon as you remove it from the public sector, nobody can be touched within the private domain if they're within scope. Gotcha. Okay, while we're on the subject, let's talk HIPAA because that is a question we get as well. Um, do we have, you know, are we required to be HIPAA required, you know, um, 
compliant or practitioners are asking, right, do I have to be HIPAA compliant? What does that look like? And this is where it gets very overwhelming for practitioners is that they feel like they have all of these things that they have to go, you know, learn about or comply with. And so can you kind of educate us on that as well? Yeah, definitely. So it's still very, very important, obviously, to follow confidentiality. But as far as a regulation goes, as a natural health practitioner that is not state licensed, we are not HIPAA compliant. It is very important that no one claims that they are. Because if you haven't been trained in exactly what HIPAA is and you just assume you're HIPAA and you talk about HIPAA and you and you and you have medical records that are HIPAA compliant, we really don't know what we're talking about or what we're doing because we haven't been trained that way. We just assume we're supposed to because we offer services that are similar to a state license, but really we're not. So I would say avoid conversation about HIPAA. It really never needs to be mentioned. I literally have never said those words except when I say to people in explanation of the life care agreement that when you sign it, you waive your HIPAA rights. Of course, confidentiality is still important. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. have that in your disclaimer, have that in your waiver, have that in your consent form, have that somewhere else so they know that you're going to be keeping all their information confidential. Yep. But at the same time, don't, don't, don't include that HIPAA conversation in any conversation. If it comes up, you just say, we are not state licensed as far as being a physician goes, because when I explain GEMA, I have to explain a lot of times how people word that. So what I say is in the state of Florida, licensed practitioners are not state licensed if they practice naturopathy because we're not licensed as physicians. So we hold a license with an ecclesiastical organization. So it's more important to have a license than not to, but it's also important to know what that license means, not just have the license. Because if you have it and no one signs the life care agreement, you're really paying for nothing because that life care agreement has to be signed, meaning the client has waived their HIPAA rights. So don't you think it's really the bottom line is, is that practitioners confuse HIPAA with confidentiality? Absolutely. I think that's what really it is. And I think they think that that's the only confidentiality there is. But the bottom line is we're not HIPAA because we're not medical. We don't want exactly. to be medical. Exactly. So if we promote that we're not medical, we need to stay out of medical. HIPAA is medical and it's required by medical digital records. We don't have to have medical digital records, nor do we want to have. But still, we want to make sure that our clients feel safe and secure knowing that their information is very, very protected. And with GEMA, we as GEMA practitioners can't give any medical records or health records or whatever you want to call them to any third party. When they sign the life care agreement, the client understands that those records will be held safely between the practitioner and the client. They even sign away that they will not give them to a third party. So we as GEMA practitioners can give those records to the client hmm. and the client is has already signed that they won't give them to a third party, but we're only able to release them directly to the client. What they do with them is on their own time, but if they do give it to a third party, it goes against their life care agreement. So let, let's talk a little bit too, and this might be getting a little off track, but, the, but there's another topic that this reminds me of for practitioners, again, their mindset and the difference between licensure and their title. There's a lot of practitioners that think, well, I need a certain title. I need a certain way to be addressed or I need, and, and I've always been a strong proponent that the, the person makes the title. The title doesn't Absolutely. make the person. Absolutely. And so yep. if you're conducting yourself at the highest standards with your community, with your education, how you're communicating, what you do to people within the scope of, of your practice, mm -hmm. then your title is not the issue. But I'll tell you, there's, there's people out there that'll actually fight to the death 
almost yeah. that I must have that title or the community doesn't respect me or I don't have, I don't have, you know, like this professionalism doesn't, isn't projected if I don't have this title. How, how do you speak to that? You and Stacy. Uh, yeah, I, I agree that. with that. I mean, I think that obviously what you do and how you present yourself and the services that you offer are going to be the most important thing. But before that even happens, I think that people get tied up with wanting to be a quote doctor and they're using that word when it really shouldn't be used. Yep. So it doesn't mean that just because you don't have DR in front of your name that you can't offer an incredible service. Right. So when and make a huge impact. What'd you say, Becca? And make a huge impact yeah. in people's oh, lives. Yes. yes, yes. So you can board certify as a doctor of naturopathy with the AANWP, which is now ANWPB because that's our board certification board as part of our association. You can board certify as a doctor of naturopathy. And you can have a degree that isn't a PhD and have the board certification as that title. But that doesn't mean you're a doctor. Right. That means you're board certified as a doctor of naturopathy. That doesn't Correct. mean you can go put doctor in front of your name. There's a big difference there. So if you get, for example, a CHHP from Trinity, for all those that are familiar with Trinity, a CHHP qualifies you to sit for the exam that will give you the title of doctor of naturopathy. Yep. But that still doesn't mean you can put doctor in front of your name. You're just That's board correct. certified as such. That's correct. Oh, thank you so much yep. for sharing that because this is a big kind of hot button for Well, me we've explained this yeah. before. She gets hit with it a lot. Yeah. I've, I've educated people over the years one-on-one -on -one this way, but I, you know, I always think it's important to have you come on because of being with Jima, because of understanding the, the, the phraseology and helping people mm -hmm. get clear we all need to hear it from different angles. Yes. So yeah. And I loved thank how you. yeah I loved how you explained it. So yeah, thank you so huge. much for that. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. And also, we are very particular about the credentials that come in for AANWP. We vet, and we are serious about our vetting. There are lots of organizations out there that do not. They yep. just offer you a piece of paper, and you're now a member of whatever. Yeah. We vet hard. I had a lady that came in last night and wanted to apply for a doctor of or um, traditional naturopath. She was a nurse. She had an RN degree great, but you're going to have to go get the right education to come back and be able to qualify for any title about traditional naturopathy. So everyone that comes to AANWP that has any title, whether they have sat for the exam or we're just authenticating their education and they have not sat for an exam, we are very careful about who we give this to because we want the standards to be really high for what yeah. we're offering because we're really trying to set a standard for the kind of regulating the unregulated. And there's really no way to do it other than somebody to just do it and set it high. Yep. That's what we're trying to do. Yeah, self-policing self has always been much better than uh, having a bunch of uh, loose cannons out there. And then you get to a situation where the states do step in because they do see some out-of-scope behavior, maybe fraudulent activity, a misleading to the community or their public. Um, you know, and although we already have consumer protection laws in place to govern that type of thing and that activity, um, as always, unfortunately, governments seem to think that they can get involved and do a better job of policing private activities better than those involved in those activities themselves. Yes. And that's why I love what you guys are doing and, and wholeheartedly try to tell everybody, go here, do that. <laughs> if you want, you. if you want to be involved with a board, if you want to be involved with licensure, and understand what that really means and how it protects you and your community and allows you to deliver, as you said earlier, the highest quality services in the process, then go to the, go to the GEMA site, go to the AANWP and, uh, and get it figured out. So. 
Thank you. I so appreciate you that. that. And, and for everyone who's listening, there will be some links posted. If you'll click those links that Becca is going to be posting on, I believe, probably Facebook and some other socials, mm -hmm. click those links as opposed to just going directly to the websites. I would appreciate that because we have affiliate programs set up and we really appreciate the people that refer us and we want to make sure that they get commissions for that. You too can become an affiliate with or without a license, with or without board certification to pass it on because when you pass it on, you get a commission and I really appreciate people that pass it on. So we want to kind of reward those people for doing that work and, and giving them the ability to know about us. So please go to their direct links. Thank you Perfect. for Thank sharing you. that. Yeah. So can we talk about kind of the benefits of getting board certified? Um, you know, why someone would want to do that or maybe why that wouldn't be important? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's, it's funny because when I started GEMA three years ago, this board certification came up all the time. And I honestly <laughs> didn't know much about board certification. In fact, I kind of got schooled on it as I was presenting and lecturing about licensure. <laughs> so I learned it as I went because everybody wanted board certification. And I thought it was odd because my husband, Stacy, we've been in this industry for almost 10 years and we don't, we don't have board certification and we're doing fine. Yeah. We right. never looked into it. We never really sought it out. But it became a thing, enough of a thing, that I thought, well, if I'm going to be a person that's going to refer people to board certification, I need to know who the players are. So as many times as I get this question asked, I need to know this information so that I can refer people on to good, good reputable sources for this. And I went looking, and although there were a few, I'll have to say for my ability and interest of referrals, there weren't really that many that I thought, you know, this is one that I want to send people to. So we just decided to create our own board. So we have a great board, Dan included, um, <laughs> that has many, many years combined, 120 years of natural wow. wellness experience. So when you think about that much experience on a board, and you can see the board on the homepage of our website, a lot of other sites don't even tell you they have a board and you can't get to the board. You don't even know where the board is or if there is a yep. board. That was very important to us that we yep. see that anyone that arrives on our homepage you can immediately see our names, our biographies, who these people are, why we think it's important that the, buy, that the board members have the experience and the knowledge that they do. We created a board that meant something. Yeah. So now when people want to get board certified, really more as their own credentialing, not necessarily is that going to do anything for a service to what they're going to be promoting to their clients. It's really for their own ability to feel like they've met the highest standard possible in getting the education that they feel is most important to offer the highest service. Yeah. So now we have AANWP, which is the non-exam product. You can apply and you can become board certified, no doctor titles for the non-exam side of it, but you can apply by uploading credentials. And really all the board is doing is we are authenticating your current education and saying, yes, you're who you are. And yes, you have that education. And here's a certificate to prove that by a third party. So it's not just your credentials. You have a third party saying, yes, we approve that. Now, if you want to get an exam, have an exam, you can sit for the board exam and you can then qualify for the doctor of titles, doctor of naturopathy, doctor of holistic health, doctor of functional wellness. We have several doctor titles, but in order to do that, you have to have credentials that match and align with naturopathy or some mm -hmm. form of natural health, natural wellness. Mm -hmm. So we don't let just anyone sit for the board, nor do we just take anyone that applies because the required education has to match up with those titles. Yeah. So if anyone's interested in board certification, our prices are very much less than a lot. We also have incredible benefits. I did not find any board certification companies or organizations, non-exam or exam, that offered any benefits that were worth anything. And that's just the truth. 
I'm not being derogatory other than it's the truth because I looked into this. And one of the things that we do is we really research what can we give practitioners beyond a piece of paper. And we have pre-qualification for insurance, which a lot of practitioners and health coaches can't get. So we automatically set that up for you. We have a practitioner program, wholesale account introductions that you would not be able to get without our introduction, without either board certification or GMA licensure. So we have gone another mile to make sure and continue to add to the benefits so practitioners will be introduced and have more than just a wall document. That's excellent. That's awesome. Yeah. I am. Um, I, I love it. It kind of goes back to the title thing, too, of like how you were saying you kept getting asked, you kept getting asked. I think there is this maybe um, misconception or myth that your title kind of makes or breaks your business, which I don't believe at all. Um, I have kind of this running joke that this isn't Field of Dreams. Because people think that if I open the office and I they have this come. title, people will just line up. And that's not how it works at all. Mm-hmm. Not even close. Um, but yep. I do think it's important to um, to get, you know, get additional credentials um, that verify that you have, you know, taken the steps to achieve this education. Um, I also have also appreciated kind of like the code of ethics, right? Yep. Here's, here's our code of ethics, right? Like the confidentiality. Thing yep. is a great example. Yep. Um, no, you know we're not we're not going down the HIPAA you know down the HIPAA road. But we respect your confidentiality because that's just the type that's of good ethics. common sense. Yes. That's, that's good that's business. That's where we're at ethically and morally as far as providing you the best experience and doing it in a manner that is what's best for you, right? The client. Um, and so I do appreciate that, and I appreciate you taking the time to explain all yeah, of this to that's us. Huge. Well, yeah. and the ethics, right, Becca, ethics and code of operations is huge and so important, and there hasn't really been a regulated set or code of that for us non-state licensed practitioners. So part of sitting for the exam is in your packet with your beautiful wall document, you're also going to get a document that matches that. So there are two documents. It's the code of ethics and operations, Mm -hmm. which is what we have set up with our board. Here's what we think is important. And here's what you need to follow. So we have recommended that they hang those on their wall together so that when people come in, they see not only that they've been board certified as whatever title they have, but also we follow the standard. We ask that they sign their signature on the document and also kind of prominently place that on the wall next to their wall document for certification, board certification, because then it shows that, oh, there is a set of standards yep. because people know the standards for states. I mean, that's just a given. Everybody knows that, but there's not a lot of people that even know that what we do is what we do. Yep. They don't even know the difference between a state licensed practitioner and not, mm-hmm. but you can be a holistic health practitioner and kill it. And you can have a doctor of naturopathy and see two people. Yep. So to have a title means absolutely nothing. It's mm-hmm. what you do. It's how you present yourself. It's the highest standards that you seek out for yourself. It's continuing education. It's all the things that you yep. do to represent the services that you offer. Yes, yes, so thank you. So true. Well said. Yep. All right, anything else that, that you want to share with listeners or practitioners to kind of, um, you know? Well, I do have something exciting to share, and Dan, this will include you and Becca. So very soon, we are going to be launching a new platform. Oh, It's yes. going to be a continuing education platform that I think I touched on a little with you guys. Yes. That guys can take and put your courses on this platform and introduce them to people that might not know about you otherwise. And we're going to be optimizing it and promoting it to schools all over the world. So you guys can put your course on there. It costs nothing. And people who have board certification and need to have continuing education hours, which 
we at AWPB require 12 a year. These people are going to be able to go to this platform because mm -hmm. as of now, and to my knowledge and all the research I've done, there's no one place That's that correct. someone can go and get CEUs. So now they're going to be able to go there and they're going to be able to pick any course they want to just kind of add to their already great services and continue to learn through this platform. And people like you guys and anyone else that has a course or a program, no matter how big or small, is going to be able to promote that on, sure. on this platform and people <laughs> will know about it. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm so super. I'm super. I'm super. Timing is like your timing is too. Yeah, because we're we're, oh. <laughs> we're looking at rolling out an, a new certification that we're just oh, yeah. putting together right now, it's, and it will be all uh, online. It's six different modules. It'll be twelve hours minimum, mm -hmm. and uh, which is what most people need, and uh, or or they need about a twenty, but it'll be a twelve hour. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's going to be on the uh, cleansing protocol, step by step, in de awesome. in detail. So cleansing and detoxing, and yep. the importance of cleansing cool. and nourishing Everybody the body, and how to really well. get clients to go through that because they need yep. to. Yep. Wow, that's yep. awesome. That's so, so cool because you can do it as CEUs, or it can just be course education. We're yep. going to assign CEUs to all of the courses if someone needs to print a, a certificate off and have the CEU to provide to their organization that requires it, or it can just be people that just want to study something and they just can come on and study it. Yep. And then you, the course or instructor or author will get a percentage of it and a very small percentage will go back to the platform. So there's yep. no upfront cost. It's only when there's a sale. Yep. Wow. Well, that's awesome. I know. I'm so excited. I couldn't wait to tell. You guys are the first people I've told. You oh mentioned this to me a while this back, so but that you were going that direction. I really appreciate it, but we, it's been a while. It has and, been a while. Well, but I'm so glad you're making it happen. So, yeah. yeah. Yes. This is so well, exciting. It had to kind of go on hold because we started with the, the non-exam, yep. then we did the exam, and that took yep. six months. So now yep. that we have the exam and we have a real reason to offer CEU yeah. courses, now yeah. that's the next thing is that platform. And that should be, I would say, within three to four months, maybe sooner. Yeah. Well, when that's ready to that's launch, awesome. we'll definitely have you on again and do some more. Uh, Yay! Do another update for everybody. Yeah. So yeah, the timing is impeccable because yeah. we're spending the next three months putting ours together. Which is so great. Which is why she's getting lucky to get. We're getting another assistant, and they're going to assist each other, and I'm going to be flopping in the breeze. And, and you can go retire. <laughs> no, no, I got lots to do yet. <laughs> There's more work to be done. Always. Oh, uh, well, great. thank you so much, Nicole. It's always good having you on. And thank you, guys. I appreciate you letting me explain everything. I really do because there's a lot of misconception about a lot of things. So thank yeah. you guys very much. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to see both of you. Yeah. yeah, thank you for your time. And we'll be sure to put links in the show notes um, so listeners can check that. And make sure you get over to Nicole's websites with GEMA and AANWP.com. You got it. All right. Thank you so much, Thank Nicole. You guys. Talk to you soon. Tell Stacy we said hello. Okay, I will. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Practice Blueprint, the podcast. In order to get connected with us by way of Facebook or online or with our LinkedIn accounts, check us out at our website, countrydoctorwholesale.com. It's countrydoctorwholesale.com. There you can get plugged into a number of resources. Give us feedback ask questions, find out about future practitioner events, and be plugged into the Practice Blueprint Manual, which does provide over 20 hours of continuing education credits for practitioners that need it. It is a accredited nationally program with the ANMCB and the AANWP. 
So again, thank you for tuning in, and we look forward to catching you next time on Practice Blueprint, the podcast. <laughs>